Hello, Namaskara. My name is Umesh Ramlingachar. I'm your host for Nama Podcast, which is produced by Do Creative Labs. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Narain Kumar, who's the founder of I'm Here Software Labs. It is a startup which is based out of Bangalore. Uh, hey, Umesh. Uh, thanks for hosting me. Uh, let me just give a quick uh, brief of what we do at I'm Here, and then we'll get to the journey and uh, things. I'm Here, in very simple words, it's a location for a social network. Right? Today, if you look at what technology solves, right, brilliantly, it connects us with people across the globe, across the country. But what it does not solve is connecting people near us, in our neighborhoods, in our communities. So we saw a problem to solve there, and then we understood technology, we understand business. So we said, hey, let's solve this by helping people connect nearby. And that's how I'm here was born. Wow, that's interesting. Super cool. Thanks. And I'm sure, uh, you know, a platform like yours or app will actually come in really handy to a lot of people, not just, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the country, but I think globally. Uh, great to hear on that. So can you quickly touch upon your journey? You know, how long have you been operating? How big is your team? You know? Sure, sure. So let me take you from my uh, probably graduation days. Post my engineering at uh, Bitspilani, I spent a good amount of time at Cisco both here in Bangalore and in the U.S. for some time. And when I first went to the U.S. as part of a leadership program, that's when I got exposed to things beyond engineering, right? And later it could be sales, marketing, operations, HR, finance. And I liked that side of the world, right? Then I came back and thought, okay, business side of uh, things excites me. So I went to ISP, completed my MBA. And post that, I got a chance to be uh, heading strategy and BD for a new business in a company called Schneider Electric, so we started that business from scratch, took it about 10 million revenues in three years' time. And after that, I got an opportunity to be part of the founding team in an AI IoT startup called Intelf, which today is clocking million, million and a half revenues. Uh, some of the smart city projects, some of the corporate command control centers are powered through Intelf software. And during uh, Intelf days is when the idea of I'm here started, because when I landed in Mumbai, uh, other than not knowing how to get in and out of uh, the local uh, trains there, I just couldn't figure out what's happening or who's there in my neighborhood. And I knew what my friend was new doing in New York, doing in London, but I didn't know uh, who's there in my neighborhood, who's, what's happening in my community. And, and that's how we got together, some of us technology uh, people who were enthused to solve social problems. And today we are about 10 people. We are 300,000 users rated in the top 10 social apps in the country. We recently won the government of uh, India's Atmanirbhar app challenge going going good so far. Wow, that's amazing. What a journey it has been. I'm sure you would want to kind of, you know, uh, share this kind of a, you know, a moment with a lot of other entrepreneurs who will be able to kind of, you know, get some tips or cue from it. Nice. What are some of the challenges faced or probably funny moments or any uh, glitches that you've faced? Yeah, challenge, challenges every day is a challenge. Of course, life is a challenge in startup. Probably it's 10 times that. Uh, I think we've heard people say 90% of startups fail, right? And um, I would actually flip it a little and go a little ahead and say 90% of ideas do not even start up, right? Only of the 10% ideas that start up, 10% succeed, right? Because let's say today I have an idea. I have a salary job, right? It is not just me prepared to lose, leave that salary job and start up something, right? My co-founders should be prepared for it. My first set of employees should be prepared for it, right? So there's a huge hurdle to cross from the idea stage even before you start up. Right? And once you start up, of course, it, it's a treadmill and you have to keep running. You can never slow down. Uh, but let's say you have to get a co-founding team who believes in your idea, 
right? Who's willing to make the sacrifices that you want to make, right? Then once you have that, are you is your just a founding team sufficient, or do you want some initial hires? So the moment you want to hire people, then you'll need some uh, money to support that, right? And it is not a six month journey, right? It's an eighteen to twenty four month journey minimum, right? Which means you need to have fuel to sustain, and you will need to have some money to sustain uh, your company, right? So that's why I think ninety percent of ideas don't even start up. And of the 10% that startup, there are multiple challenges there. It's not just the product. It's not just the market. Right? We did an exhaustive market survey before we started Iron Cure. But then when we launched the first version, probably we didn't even get 100 people use it. Right? The same people who said, hey, yeah, we want it, right? probably wouldn't even care to use it the second time. Right? Then you have to go and talk to them. So, and we thought, okay, six months, we will launch it, get to a million users, etc. That wouldn't happen. Right, so six months just took to build the prototype. Another six months for alpha with about hundred users, then beta with about ten thousand users. By the time we had a V one, it was all, almost eighteen to twenty four months. Unless you are prepared to go through this grind, it's going to remain an idea. Right? But then it's like marriage, right? If you ask married people, they may crib about it, right? But then you ask them, hey, would you want to go back to your single life? At ninety nine people will say no. Right? Entrepreneurship is like that. You ask entrepreneurs, failed, successful, whatever it is. I don't think they would full-heartedly want to go back to their corporate life. They would, if not this, they would want to start up something else. Wow, amazing! Thank you so much for that. I think yeah, that's actually the, that's pretty candid and actually the uh, you know reality of the startup world. Not many people share about it, but I think it's very insightful because uh, just based on this, uh, the young entrepreneurs who are just getting started i think they can probably get this and, and i also talk to a lot of you know um, you know startups entrepreneurs from not just from the city but yeah i get to hear this i think it's all about you touched upon you have to be like really very patient and you know it's about uh, once you kind of get into this kind of a relationship it is a you know a long go but yeah touched upon some very important uh, traits or skill sets which uh, any of these entrepreneurs they'll have to wear you know what are some of the books or habits that have actually helped you to kind of get have there been any influences that you've taken from you know what you've seen from other people or any successful people yes reading reading does help right and of course it doesn't have to be just book reading anymore right there's so much information on the internet right? i used to read a lot of books i don't know when i stopped it i still continue now and then but these days all my reading is on digital right digital everything from space to virus right from economics to sociopolitics right from civilizations to cultures right? i keep uh, reading stuff Right? I, uh, I mean, have I read uh, religious books? Yes. Right. I don't know how how many versions of Bhagavad Gita I have read. Right. Have I read Bible? Yes. <laughs> have I read about space? Yeah. Have I read about COVID? Yes. Right. Uh, so uh, I think reading helps. Right. Everything adds up. Right. Uh, so reading, uh, as they say, right, learning is not compulsory. Neither is survival. Right. So keep learning if you have to survive. But other than reading, of course, each of us has our own strengths. Right. Some people are good at creating stuff, right? Some people are good at executing things. Some people are good at looking at the bigger picture. Some people are looking at uh, good at looking at the minute, uh, most minute details, right? So we'll have to just look at our strengths and keep growing. But then learning never stops. I think one key takeaway is everybody is always on the learning curve. So which I completely believe in. Yeah, I'm always on the learning curve, and I think there could be any shape or form, or you know, it comes in all different sizes. But I think yeah, you should be open to it. Fantastic. Any advice for any of the upcoming startups? Sure, the only advice I'll give is start do startup. <laughs> uh, so uh, just to tie back to the ninety percent of ideas uh, don't take off, right? Now, uh, if you have that entrepreneurial spirit in you, just go ahead and start up, right? It doesn't mean that you have to leave your salary job day one. 
that you can always moonlight and build something on the sidelines, right? And put it in the market, get some feedback. And if it makes sense, start up. And if you do end up starting up, don't even repent, right? Uh, like, for example, I have hired people at Schneider, Cisco, my earlier startup Intel went right now at uh, I'm here. We There are some specific roles where we actually look for ex-entrepreneurs. We don't open up some of those roles for complete 100% corporate job uh, people, right? Because there is some set of skills that entrepreneurship instills in you, right? So even if you supposedly fail in uh, your entrepreneurial journey, don't worry about it. You can always go back to your job. And most likely, if you have, if you're on the entrepreneurship bug has bitten you, you'll end up finding something else, right? There are a lot of success stories of second time and third time entrepreneurs, right? So if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you have a good idea, and you've done the vetting in the market saying, hey, there is this requirement, there is a potential, do something with it. In fact, on that note, I quickly want to kind of bring up this question. When do you think you are actually ready to raise funds? When do you think you are ready to kind of go out in the market and kind of pitch to VCs? Um, yes, uh, different uh, different stage. For example, if you are doing space tech, for example, right, you can't even uh, do anything without raising funding, right? But let's say, let's keep those exceptions out. Uh, typically, you will need a working prototype. You will need some happy customers, right? Those happy customers could be one or two if you are doing enterprise sales, could be a few hundreds if you are doing maybe business uh, B2C, B2B kind of uh, business, not the hardcore enterprise. And maybe a few thousands if you are into proper consumer uh, business. Right? So those benchmarks will differ, but you should have a working prototype and some happy customers right? before you raise any meaningful round. Right? Your friends and family probably could come in much early, but even they would like to see something working, right? not just you as a friend and with an idea. Right? That's when you put your own money. Right? Even to friends and family, you'll need a prototype and to any angels, etc. You'll need some happy users, right? some happy customers uh, with you. And again, as I said, it's probably, if you look at timelines, 12 to 18 month journey before you can convince and raise some meaningful amount from investors. Investors that you don't know. Not your uncles, friends and family, but some, somebody you don't know. It's easily that much uh, to take a prototype and get some happy customers. Okay, if any investors or VCs are listening to this podcast, would you have any message that, you know, you're out there looking to raise funds, but if they want to kind of reach out to you? Hey, sure. So, I mean, if there is somebody who is um, thinking about, hey, what could be the next big thing in the social world? Right? What could be the next big thing in the consumer internet world or the social marketplace world? Right? I'm here is building something really world class. So something like this doesn't exist uh, globally, there are a few players who come close, operate in the adjacent markets, uh, but uh, we feel we have, uh, we are close to getting a good product market fit. We have a great product and a good amount of reviews. As I said, we are in the top 10 social apps in the country, already reaching about half a million uh, users. Um, if some investor is looking for some disruptive startup in the social commerce space, uh, in the social networking space, I am here is uh, going to definitely crack it. Okay. All you VCs, I hope uh, you, you heard Naren. Uh, you can certainly reach out to him. Look him up on LinkedIn, Narayan Kumar. Um, how has uh, this pandemic has kind of, you know, taken a, uh, you know, big, has had its impact at at a global level and, and global level even through the startups. So how has the situation been with you pre-COVID, post-COVID or right now where you are in the pandemic situation? Sure. So uh, COVID definitely has 
affected us positively right because we are operating with the vision of digitizing this whole neighborhood interaction right we are a hyper local community platform for social collaboration and local commerce right we are changing the way people connect nearby right so because people wanted to connect near them and they couldn't meet in person they wanted a digital medium we have actually uh, grown multiple excess over the last 6 to 9 months not just in our user base you know in our engagement our engagement levels have more than doubled and tripled in the uh, last 6 to 9 months and our acquisition costs have halved right so at lesser cost we have been able to acquire more users and engage them more and some of these we are looking at them as long term trends right because this whole hyper local or location based market itself was going through a transition from google maps era to swiggy era into what we call as the next door era in the us right uh, from Uh, discovery into transactions into collaboration right so the market was transitioning the technology was uh, just enabling for example 5 years back you couldn't think of launching a location based social networking app right google maps was just new at that time right smartphone itself was just catching up it was still the blackberry era at that time right so probably an ideas like this couldn't have been got implemented in 2010 right so today the technology is there the market is there and covid was just a catalyst right so that way covid helped us but unfortunately it has not been the case with a lot of startups i know right because like it's same applies to our life right everybody has can live comfortably for 6 months without salary with uh, taking financial impact maybe stretch for another 12 months maybe take loans and survive for another 18 months but now it's probably one more lockdown or the recovery doesn't happen by end of this year uh, we'll hear a lot of bad news but hopefully i think we are through with the second wave and a lot of stuff behind us and the vaccinations helping us i think by end of this year i think things should start uh, looking up again and i think the vcs have recognized this right so the vc the investment market which was slowing in q2 q3 of last year our calendar year now is picked up right and now i'm hearing investors are waiting to pitch because they have the money that has to be invested right so i think i think should uh, hopefully look up uh, going forward Uh, that's really very positive and promising to hear. Not many startups actually, you know, it's if it's worked out in a very positive way. That's uh, that's a great thing, uh, great and happy for you guys. So let's uh, you know switch you know hats. Uh, it's been the work hat or the professional hat of Narain which is working. Okay, now let's get into the informal side of it and the cool side of Narain. So would you want to kind of uh, you know tell share you know what has been the other cool side of Narain which. everybody wants to know cool cool or what i'm of course a musician right so i play guitar i i was part of the school band and as part of the college band and then coming out of college we were all a uh, bit alumni we formed a band called agam uh, which is doing progressive carnatic uh, rock it's so i used to be the guitarist bass guitarist with them but with time here with isp and i was at mumbai for a few years i couldn't continue maybe i'll uh, i'll be hoping to join back uh, sometime once i'm here probably stabilizes and gives me more time uh but yeah that's uh, the other side of me other than reading uh, there is this music that happens uh, a little bit of travel and photography and i used to paint and stuff uh, earlier not anymore okay interesting okay so now quickly moving on to the rapid fire round <laughs> i'm going to be you know shooting not too many but just a few questions so has there been any you know situation where uh, while you're in a meeting or a investor pitch with a vc uh, you probably taken a quick uh, short nap or dozed off definitely not during an investor meeting but during my earlier days i i was still young i mean one year two years into the corporate i dozed off in a meeting with my uh, vp right there are uh, i think five or six of us and i was in the first 
see that no stuff and i didn't realize it right and when he asked me everybody else knew it right i was sleeping so he asked me narayan and then i woke up i, I didn't realize that i had slept and woke up right you wouldn't do you wouldn't realize normally right so he asked me some question i was wondering why is he asking me where where we i was kind of lost right then everybody around laughed at me and said narayan he caught you napping <laughs> I said, okay, sorry. And then we continued. <laughs> and I'm sure there are a lot of startups who come to you. So has there been a very funny occasion or a moment where, you know, you've had startup founders coming and pitching to you in a bus or a train journey or, you know, at a traffic yeah, signal? Of, yeah, of course, I'm not an investor, but uh, people come to me for vetting their ideas uh, and uh, things like that. There was one uh, college graduate uh he was fresh and at probably 6 months into the industry his co-founder left or something like that right so he he didn't want to go find a job he wanted to do something uh in the startup world so he was just uh, kind of brainstorming with me on ideas right so he was like um he would tell me an idea i would say hey there are these other players doing that and then there were two or three such ideas and then he would say no 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 this is different this will be like this this will be like this right and then when i say hey, no that that is kind of done by this guy no 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 not that not that okay okay let me come back to you and then he'll come back next day and tell one more idea right it's so it was becoming like a series over a period of 2 3 weeks i was listening to like release movies type right so released startups right so i i i don't know what he's doing right now but last i spoke to him he was actually doing some freelancing and trying to gain some experience which is good right he didn't give up right so he's very determined not to take up a job and try this for another few years so right now he's i think learning the tricks of the trades i'm i'm hoping he will uh, start up something in the next one or two years Okay and you know everybody is working from home and working from home so is your attire you know as we see it in you know TV funny TV ads and all that is it only the formal shirt which you wear and uh, you know with your in your boxers and shorts uh, probably i am in my yeah night suit type say if it is a non video call if it is video call i i wear a t-shirt formal t-shirt i get a jeans because you never know when you will have to get up and pick up something <laughs> or your kids may walk <laughs> and you will have to walk walk back to lock the door nice please visit uh, you know uh, iamhere.mobi that's the website that's i a m h e r e.mobi and also uh, visit the play store to download the android and ios app uh, i have personally used it uh, it is a great app where you kind of get to discover people like minded people uh, uh, using the uh, map based and i would recommend you to kind of giving it a try thank you thank you narain it was great to have you with us hey same way i enjoy the interaction as well Do 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 do